Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast episode number 171 for the week of July 15th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. That's true. And writing to your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Camp Brewster. So, last week, I was talking about some guy that worked outside of Area 51. Oh my god, there's a development to the this, story? <laughs> this week, everybody wants to rush Area 51. What is going on with that? Reddit. Camp Shadamas, yo. The worst place ever. Yeah, I know. Well, I've two been weeks like, in a yeah, row. Two weeks in a row, I've been predicting this shit, man. Yo, everyone stay tuned. This, stay he's tuned. going to drop a nugget. I got something else. He's going to drop another but, uh, nugget. Are but you, are you joining the 600,000 that have signed this uh, petition, petition? To storm them? To storm? Absolutely not. Right? No way. Absolutely. That's a Gen Z thing. <laughs> I've, uh, listen, I've fought my battles. Against, yeah, word. You fight, you fight your. You have my support from home. Yeah, word. I will retweet you in good faith. Maybe they'll like give us like money because like all these people died, and like we pay off student loans and shit. Yeah, maybe they'll have a lot of debt. I just need the old, all these old people to leave already. Get yeah, out of yeah. here, man! Stop making laws and shit for us. Y'all about to be out the paint. Yeah. Let let AOC and everyone go in there and just 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 you know kill it. Do, do, but I do love all the memes I've been seeing for like the Area 51, like the alien walking in my room at 1 a.m. Like I threw up. I mean, threw up. Yeah, I love all these memes. Like it's, it's. I heard people talking about it yesterday. We were like on the waterfront in Williamsburg, and we heard people around us talking about like memes. And I was telling, like, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. I was like, "Wow, can you imagine? Like, not that long ago, we were obsessed with like a gerbil turning around yeah and we thought that was like the funniest, the funniest thing, thing. Yeah. so it, it's like you we've gone from like the charlie chaplin like whoop, 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 success whoop. kid was like oh that was oh peak. my god that was hilarious <laughs> like the forever alone guy was yeah, like that was oh, my favorite man. one and now we're like really in the weeds of like when a meme takes off it becomes it can it can even influence it can influence so many things yeah it becomes like a culture on its own it's, it's so strange it's so strange that we just live in this we this isn't the matrix like like the simulation is re- is real like so it's that's, the same thing that's what i always get like super all right here we go time to put your a tinfoil dad hat on yeah, so really. like when when a meme happens i'm like all right who orchestrated this a who like what brand did this right like did mm-hmm. chef boy rd make Ooh. this area 51 thing because in a month they're gonna be like yo check it out i don't know fucking alien alien o's <laughs> <laughs> or like and then the other thing is like what are they distracting us from yeah oh absolutely right yeah i um i watch um usa dramas <laughs> <laughs> i mean the best dramas yeah um and they got a they have an adaptation of um the mark Wahlberg movie shooter oh wow. but it's starring ryan Phillippe and omar epps it's a very good show wow ryan Phillippe, i haven't heard that he's name. ripped is he really yeah he's awesome he's wow awesome. good for him he's great he, po- he plays uh bob lee swagger Nice. And uh, I love that show. It's corny, but it's like good corny. That's what all USA shows yeah, are. Yeah, it's like they get out of this jam. Like, it's basically, um, what was the other one that I fucking Burn loved? Notice? Burn Notice. That was my shit, dog. I've seen every episode of Burn Notice. Yo, I, didn't, I haven't seen every episode. <laughs> I've seen every episode. But that shit is like, it's just fun, yeah. stupid, stupid ass shit. TV. Yeah, 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 it's like MacGyver. Like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But um, basically, this season, they're like... <laughs> Like this is like big like Illuminati, uh, like uh, group that's yeah. like infiltrated the, the highest places in in American democracy, and they're like they're just busy pulling the strings, man. 
Making memes. What are they distract? They distract people from like they'll kill somebody over here just to distract them to, for, so they can get a bill passed or some shit. I'm telling you, man, it's fucking weird, man. All this Area Fifty One shit, and then Mike Pence shows up at one of the concentration camps. You know what it is? I think that no one's gonna could do this thing. But if they were to do it, I don't think anything's in those. Like, you're not gonna find Area Fifty One. Yeah, you're not gonna find the Area Fifty One. Like, you're gonna find like a hangar or some shit, and it's just gonna be like. Just nothing there, yeah. Crates. It's like crates, yeah. yeah. With hay in there. <laughs> There's Some nothing like there. It's Medal of Honor. They shit. wouldn't tell you where uh, aliens were. They wouldn't let it be there. like as soon as people figured out that maybe th- there were aliens there at one point, right? Like back in like the fucking fifties or some shit. And then someone was like, "Oh, yo, Area Fifty One's a thing." Like, Roswell, abort, abort. yeah, or whatever. Like, and they were like, "Yo, let's move this shit Fuck to yeah, let's." Put it under the Empire State Building or some shit. Like, well, y- y- so here's what's crazy. Remember a while ago there were like reports from the. Also, listen, new listeners, I promise this is a video game yeah. show. We do we talk about video games sometimes. We'll get there. Yeah. But so I remember a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago at this point, there was like the those articles that came out about uh, people in the what is it the uh, not the Army Reserve National Guard yeah that they were like. Yeah, we see shit all the time, like the pilots and stuff. They're like, yeah, we see these weird-ass spacecraft, and, you know, we don't really talk about them. So, I mean, there's definitely aliens. Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. 100%. But one, I don't think we're capturing aliens, one. They would have to fuck up real bad, because, like, to just... The level of genius you would have to be, like, uh, intellect, I should say. Like, you would have to be so far advanced to travel billions of miles... And find find life. And find life, and then, like, just, like... Get caught. You're not getting caught. You're not getting caught, man. With the level of technology and, like, brains you have, it's like it's like me getting caught by a bunch of, like, squirrels or some shit. Like, but, like, here's the crazy thing, right? Like, So, like, all the Area 51... So, again, we'll get to video games very shortly. <laughs> One day. But, like, you know, so I always think about it like the nature reserves yeah. like or, like, people that are going safaris and shit. Like, those are aliens, right? Like, they're just coming and being like, yo, look at that stupid ass. Yeah. Look at that fucking oh, ape over there. So like, yeah, look going to work. Oh, my God, I did it on the train. <laughs> but then, like, there's got to be a time where they're, like, you know, they, they forget to fuel the, the jet yeah. or whatever, and they crash. And that's what Area 51 is, right? It's like, oh, shit, we found a flat yeah. on this fucking on this spacecraft. Uh, it's got to be something. It's got to be something. And now there's, like, 20 documentaries about it. And there's, like, people trying to storm. Yeah, to like, see to see a, a broken like a like a seventy eight Chevy Chevy yeah, shit, like carburetor all fucked shit, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like damn, this is like look at this advanced technology, and they're like, wow, that's that's a, that's an old model. You got the Model T. Yeah, they don't make those anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a nice couple of weeks, especially this past week. Um, it's been getting warmer out, but I've had a good excuse to stay inside. Yeah, even though I play on a portable machine, but we'll have excuses to continue to play outside, especially if you're. Um, a civilian who doesn't have to dock their switch for capture, we'll get into in the news. But um, so this week, that does a roundabout way of saying that this week, uh, I've been playing only two games. Yeah. Uh, two heavy hitter Nintendo exclusive games. One is Mario Maker. I love that game. It is a precious yeah. testament to the human experience. Has any of your like opinions changed on it? Like, um, are you like more in love with it yeah. or are you like. Same. I think I fall more and more in love with yeah. it. Like very incremental. It's a it's a game of inches. <laughs> uh, to quote Al Pacino yeah. in any given Sunday. Uh, yeah, no, no. So I feel like the more I play it, especially, especially the single player stuff, like the more I love it. So I'm about fifty or sixty percent of the way through that portion of it, and I think it's a really smart way to give you bite sized inspiration. 
So I've been like, oh, I can. I didn't know I could use that in this way or those those to- those tools like with this timer or whatever. So um, yeah, and I've been playing more uh, endless mode and and just going online, seeing what the popular courses are, seeing what's trending on Twitter, seeing incredible stuff on Twitter. I don't know if you saw the one that was like, um, what is it called? What's it called? Like in Uncharted, when you kill mad people and it's like Drake's just like has no. Oh, I don't know. Nathan Drake has no. There's like a term for it. Like it's a very popular term within like games discussion. Uh, something resonance. No, not not resonant. Um, cognitive dissonance. Yes. Cognitive dissonance. dissonance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's one called like cognitive dissonance or something like that, and it's like Mario on on Yoshi, and he jumps a gap, and then he jumps off Yoshi, and Yoshi goes into like, you know, it's into the abyss, and Mario goes on, and then like this really sad music is playing, this violin. He's going down this elevator. He goes up, and he goes through a door. And then the cheery music comes back on. And then literally all you're doing is just killing Yoshis as you're moving forward. And it's like, there's a level uh, that, that Chris Kohler posted about, like, Mario comes back from the war with PTSD and he's reliving, yeah. like, this trauma. The way that people are getting creative with it, beyond just the, like, oh, that's a cool little mechanic. Mm-hmm. The way people are actually telling stories and, like, and doing things with the tools that were kind of not meant to be done in that way. Like, now we're getting to the point. And it's, it's weird because, like, some of these levels definitely existed in the first one, but I think that now, since this, I'm I'm so curious to find out. I haven't looked them up. I don't even know if they're available yet. But uh, I'm so curious to see how much this one sells because I feel like there are, I mean, at this point there are way more switches out there than there were we use, and I think there are. I'm like 90% sure there are. So it makes you wonder. Like, there's got to be just by, you know, default. There's got to be way more people playing this game, mm-hmm. which means that like the gate, the floodgates have opened for more people to like make their own shit. And, um, yeah, the game just continues to be such an amazing game. And I'm, I'm so happy that it's taking off, especially in the age of, like, you can immediately upload 30-second clips to Twitter from your Switch and, like, you know, it, you share screenshots or whatever, yeah. or share your codes on, on, on your tweet or whatever. It's so easy. It's so cool. so easy. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was, like, into, like, the making part of it. I just Same. like watching Play it. Yeah, it's also a great game to watch people yeah. play. I, I I also agree. I wish I was into the making side more. I'm definitely not a Mario maker as mm-hmm. much as I am like just a straight up. Player. I want to play yeah, every. I just want to play I just wanna eat everything. Um, but I don't know. Maybe one day I, I'll make them like once in a blue. I'll probably make a level once in a blue. But it, I don't know why. I feel like I'm. It's just hard. It's just hard to make like a, a good level, but it's also hard to just get started as well. So I think maybe that just might be a thing of like me having to just do it and not think so much about it right. and make it so such of a precious thing. But um, beyond that, got a code this earlier this week, like halfway through the week for um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. It looks cool, man. It looks, it's good, man. Yeah, so I, far, I watched you play a, like a little bit of a battle. Oh, so good. So I'm about eleven hours in so far, um, and my impressions of it so far have have been really overwhelmingly positive. So this is the first Fire Emblem game that I've ever played, not counting the mobile game, which I don't count. Oh, I played another mobile game this week that I'll briefly mention. Um, another Nintendo game, too. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't really played one, but my girlfriend is obsessed with the 3DS one. So she played Awakening, and then I think it was called, like, Faiths and... I forgot what the other one was called. Uh, <laughs> like, but she's been telling me to play Awakening for years, and I just like I just never got around to it. And then once the Switch came out, my 3DS was like pretty much dead to me. So Fire Emblem Three Houses continues in that tradition of a game that is essentially a tactical role-playing game where you are on a grid and you have to basically uh, eliminate your enemies on the board. 
before they eliminate you. And what makes Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem special is that every time one of your teammates or one of you die, it's permanent. So there is a casual mode that you can play where your people don't actually die, um, which I kind of refuse to play on principle because I want to get that real yeah, experience. The yeah. stakes, I want the stakes to be high. Because um, I've, I've like heard my girlfriend play a like a battle for like 30 minutes or whatever, and then something goes wrong, just like, fuck. She has to like turn it off and restart it. It's ha- it happened to me a couple of days ago. coming is a legit tactic yeah 100 percent. so um yeah so but what makes this game really really cool is like each game usually has a system in place where it's like it's kind of uh you know part visual novel part dating simulation part social hierarchy manipulation simulation um and it is so this one in particular is really cool because it takes place in a monastery where you have just become a teacher Mm. at least that's like the first half of the game and you're tasked with picking one of three houses like very harry potter style where you're like you have they all represent different parts of the country they all have different specializations um so i picked the golden house of the golden deer which is like i think mostly archers and i also like them because they had a nice eclectic mix of people like one of them one of the houses is like strictly nobility and like all this like bougie bullshit um so I picked the also the house with like the hottest dude apparently like everyone's everyone loves yes. dude Claude he's like he's you know he's a is that the guy with the white shirt no he's like the guy with like the the weird braids like the little rat tail braids Ooh. he's got an earring he's also like got a little melanin so I'm like he's one of the yeah the few the few yeah non white characters in there um anyway so I picked that house and it's a it's a it's like half of the game is tactical battles where you're on a grid you're like i said you're picking between archers people with swords axes uh mages healers to 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 you know strategize and defeat the enemy the other half of the game is at least for now is you as a teacher um one roaming the monastery so you're going to like the dining hall you're going to the the cathedral you're going to their their dormitory you're talking to them, you're getting to know them better, you're answering questions and you're developing, you're strengthening your bond between you and your students. You're also completing tasks and doing activities with them to also increase their bond and motivation. And you're you're doing side quests, you're finding lost items, you're returning it to them. Yeah, one, one person will be like, oh, I need help with this thing. Can you help me ask this other person? You go, you find them, you talk to them, you complete a side quest. And then... Uh, and it's it's so like it's incredibly varied and diverse. So you can go, uh, oh, I'm gonna go fishing. And you, so it's it's kind of hard to describe. But like one day you'll be like, I'm gonna go fishing. You'll go fishing. Uh, you can go. You can do activities in the monastery that don't take away from your overall activity points. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a set limit of points of things you can do each day. Or when you, it's every Sunday. So every Sunday you get a chance to do this. And you have like five points to spend on things you want to do with students or for yourself right. so if you want to go have a meal with two of your students and raise your bond between the two of them and raise their motivation um that'll cost one point if you want to go cook with a student that'll cost a point if you want to go to choir practice or chorus practice that'll cost a point if you want to go talk to another teacher and say hey i need help training my sword skill and it'll really bump up your sword experience That'll cost a point. So there are things you can do that are like extremely varied that balance between, um, you know, motivating and, and making sure your students are doing okay and also making sure that you're focusing on yourself and improving your own skills. Right. So it makes you a better teacher and a better like soldier on the battlefield. That's cool. It's so fun. I'm into cool. that stuff. It is like, and also, so you have like the people in your house, right? You're yeah. like you're the people in your, in your class. 
And if you want, eventually you can get to a point where you can talk to other people in other houses and recruit them to your house. So you basically like make trades, like NBA style trades. Yeah. So like, I like this guy, I like this girl. I'm going to have them come on the team. And so you can like mix and match if you wanted to. You're not necessarily stuck permanently with the house you, you, you pick for the most part. Um, so then after that's done... On Mondays of every week, there's a calendar, by the way, too. I forgot to mention this calendar that you have to go through like on a weekly basis. On Mondays of every week, you start off by creating a lesson plan for students. And you essentially go and look into each student's focus and their goals. So one student may say, I want to be an archer and I want to be better at writing. So you go, okay, cool. So you every week you spend time with, you also have a limited amount of points, same, same like the activity points. So that may, if you have four, that means you can only talk to like four students and oh, improve shit. their skills. So you have to like really balance out who you're spending time How with. How many total students do you have? I think like seven or eight. I forget exactly Oh, okay. The it's not like 30. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's a pretty small amount. It's like a charter school. Class. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really tight knit class. Yeah. Um, so you go in and you go to like each of their abilities and, and you spend time teaching them, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes if they have like a weakness that they're not really strong at, like let's say their one character is like not really good at uh, wielding an axe. If they have like three stars on that option, that means if you, if you sort of like, you know, if you, if you make them head down that path, it might open new abilities to them, new classes. Um, so you can, you don't have to, you're not stuck with an archer being an archer. You can make them a mage if you want. It might be really hard. It might take a long time, but the option is there. So there's a lot of flexibility, a lot of room to spend time really getting into the nitty-gritty of like teaching your students and also just like maintaining everyone's classes and abilities and customizing everything for the actual battle portions, which is like, again, the other half of the game. Um, on top of that, there's like, you can do group tasks. You can pair two students together to a weekly task, and they'll like it'll improve their bond. It also like give them XP, and you'll get money and items. Um, you can, uh, and then once you start instructing throughout the course of the week, they'll have this little cinematic where they'll come up to you and ask you a question, or they'll come to you for guidance, and you have to answer questions like correctly based off of their their like you know their preferences or their problems. Damn, and it, it'll really test your your ability to remember who's who's having a hard time with what who wants to focus on what and sometimes the game will cleverly uh nudge you in the right way where like a character will come up to you and be like hey i, th- I think I'd, I'd make a better archer than uh you know a sword wielder or whatever and, you're, and then you, you can choose to say no you, i want to keep you on this path or you can say yeah you know what sure if that's what you really want to do let's focus on that so next next week i'll make sure to focus on archery as opposed to sword skills or whatever so from what I understand, uh, from what they also told us at E3, after a certain point, you you will graduate. Everyone will graduate. They also make it a point to tell you that like you're a professor, but you're not that much older than the, t- the students that you're teaching. So you're like right. kind of within the same age range. It also makes it. It also kind of justifies it because you're like also low key romancing some of the students or some of the teachers. He's like the cool college professor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like the cool guy. Like, Just call me Todd. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you, so you can do that eventually, but I, th- I think knowing that whoever you decide not to recruit and on your team down the road will become an enemy that you have to like kill basically. Wow. So it's like really complex. It's I never thought I would get extremely into like so. I'm here at the house playing this game and on the days when I get to roam the monastery and like talk to 
characters and like you know figure out what's bothering them and like who who are they having trouble with and how can i help mm-hmm. or like how can i sort of like course correct and or even reprimand sometimes be like hey don't do that like make sure you're you're focused or stop sleeping so late um and also like flirting with characters or like trying to build bonds between specific teachers or whatever that whole like interplay stuff i never thought i'd be getting into that but i am so addicted to it like dating sims are dope man oh my god (laughs) it's it's so much fun and it seems like like a a mixture between like friends of ringo meets like bully yeah it's like a tactics game yeah yeah like it's it's a lot you can do in this so much you can and also like if you want to bypass the teaching stuff if that's if that sounds like it's a little too much for you to want to handle there is an auto instruct option where you can just hit auto so it's like simulating the season yeah exactly it'll just do it for you which which is fine but i think like not really listening to your students and and doing that nitty-gritty like under the hood work kind of does rob you of a lot of the experience so i would recommend if you're into this game like don't let it don't let it it sounds intimidating but keep in mind this is my first fire emblem and i'm super super into that stuff like i've never played that i mean i've played like dating sims and stuff like that before but um this roots it into a story that i actually really genuinely care about because i care about every character i have my favorites already i have like the people that i want to eventually romance and like it becomes such an interesting like experience because it's not just like you know it's not just like football simulator 2019 or whatever where you're just like yes 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 it's, it's like no like there's nuance here there's right. like this girl has a problem with her confidence and I, I need to do things and talk to her in ways that'll help boost her confidence and not scare her off too much this guy's a playboy I, like i had a i had a uh, or a wannabe playboy I had, I had an interaction with him where i was like yo you need to stop fucking talking to the women like that in this in the school and he was like what do you mean and i had to like basically tell him like check him like stop like, doing this chill. shit yeah so there's so much to, to do. And then, like, the, the intricacies of combat, which, like, you know, that also will impact, like, the, the characters' bonds with each other. The permadeath thing is, like, so tense. Like, if you lose a character, they're gone for good. So all that investment you've put into them is gone. How do uh, the characters react to a death? Um, I don't know. Cause oh, because <laughs> one, like... one of my characters died, and I, like, just save-scummed it. I was like, nope, not doing that. I mean, it happened once so far. Yeah. But um, for the I wonder, most part. I wonder how that would, like. Oh, man. I mean, there's a couple of characters who I'm like, if he dies, I'm like. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> he knew the risks. Like, yeah. also, like, I don't really love them that much, so I'm like, I'm, I'd be happy to swap them out for someone else. Um, no, but then over time, you do grow to, like, even the characters you don't like, you you understand why they're the way they are, and you get a little bit of hints of their backstory. The other thing I forgot to... There's so much to this game that I can't cover it all in one week, so bear with us. I also put some video content on. Me and Gita have been covering the game for the site. We'll also be continuing to cover the game for the next couple of weeks uh, as it leads up to the release. I think it comes out on the 26th, I believe. Um, so definitely stay tuned. But we have, we have three videos on the site. Gita's impressions are also extremely worth reading because she's way more familiar with the franchise than mm-hmm. I am. So I would recommend reading her thoughts as well. But one thing I forgot to mention too is like um, you get a chance to um, you get a chance to read or, or watch support conversations. I think you've, you were able to do this in previous games as well. But what that means is uh, whenever something happens when you're not present to witness, you can see those interactions interactions between characters so like one character who might be flirting with another character you might be hearing about it but if you get to a place where you get comfortable enough and their bond strikes you know or, or your experience or whatever you can go and select like a cutscene and, and just watch it play out and see what happened and like understand more of the nuance so the next time you know somebody loses 
a bouquet of flowers that was super romantic, you know who to return it to. Gotcha. Or if they lose a thing, like, you know, like it. It's a little mini quest or whatever. Yeah, it's so. It's like really, really uh, captivating, and I, I I'm find myself like spending probably more time doing the teaching and learning and the running around than actual fighting, which is so funny. Um, and then yeah, there's like seminars you can take every week too that that will help. Um, you and a couple students improve your own skills so you can like take basically like optional classes to to do that and everything about it the art style the music the the sound effects it's the animations the way that like you can zoom into the map i showed you earlier like when, when you got here you can like zoom into the map and there's a mode where like it's it's very cumbersome and i i kind of don't recommend using it but the fact that they included it is actually kind of cool it's it's very stupid and cool but you can move around in like 3d and it's you, the, your guy zoomed into like the, you know, the one-to-one version of how it looks. And you're running around like with your units behind you. And like on the bottom right, you see the grid so you know exactly where you're going and, you know, where to stop and then attack. Um, but I recommend obviously using like the main grid zoomed out view. But um, yeah, it's so far, I mean, from the 11 hours or so that I've poured into it, I'm probably not going to stop playing it anytime soon oh. i'm going to play it all the way through i'll probably play it a couple of times probably um the same way that like my girlfriend does i finally understand why it's so so like you know uh what's the word i'm looking for like addictive hmm. um but yeah i i really really like it so far um really looking forward to like hopefully finishing it if I can even before it comes out if possible and hopefully give you and I'll definitely have more thoughts on it next week you can do it it's got two weeks yeah I got some I got some time Um, it's also like all I've been doing so like I've I've been playing on the train the one thing I will say though sometimes the text is mad tiny it's definitely meant to be played on a TV Uh, at some parts which is weird because this game has for the most part been a handheld been a handheld game yeah it's been a handheld uh, series so Sometimes the text is so tiny, and I could not figure out a way yeah. to, to bump that up, which is a bummer because there's not gonna you're not gonna have that option according to the, uh, you know our news if you if you decide to go with one of the other switch options later down the road. But um, yeah, besides that, that's all I've been playing. Oh, and, and like I mentioned before, I, I've, I've been playing uh, the, a new Doctor Mario mobile game came out this week. I saw that. Yeah, I played that this week, and um, it's fine. It's it's cute. It's um, if you never played Doctor Mario, it's another another puzzle style game. Where you're matching colors, you're dropping block. You the traditional Doctor Mario style. Oh, I forgot another puzzle game I've been playing. I've been playing Tetris. Um, in traditional Doctor Mario fashion, the the blocks drop from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. In this new mobile game, I guess because your thumb is on the closer to the bottom, it's it's reversed. So <clears throat> you tap the pill before you drop it into the matrix, and then it slowly like bubbles up it slowly like levitates to where it needs to get and then it like you know bursts the the viruses the colored the matching the colors um and it's cool you can you can also like speed it up by just dragging it directly to where you want it to be and it's basically like a match color clear the board type puzzle game um what sucks is that it's kind of like it's basically candy crush it's basically like any sort of puzzle game you've played which for some people that might sound exciting but um I remember, so Heather wrote about it on the site as well, and uh, the way that the game sort of like, hey, buy this power-up or buy this currency, like the way it's constantly trying to like get money out of you and sucker you into spending money into it is something that kind of is a bummer because like, I don't know, it just it kind of sucks to see Nintendo putting out mobile games that are like very in that template, and usually when they come out with a game like Mario Maker, for example, right. or even Fire Emblem, 
those games that are like fully priced, they're like jam-packed with like really good content. Even I remember Miyamoto even talking about Super Mario Run when it came out, talking about how like, yeah, we don't want to like steal your money. We're trying to be like honest or whatever. And I guess like, unfortunately, that doesn't, that kind of model doesn't work. And I think the model that works is the one that like, yeah, takes advantage of people's fucking spending loot habits, boxes, baby. the loot boxes, and, and that addict, that addictive thing again. So it's kind of disappointing to see. Um, I'll probably spend more time with it, but I'm probably not going to spend money on it. That's for sure. But it sucks because I, I mean, I have that sense of control, but other people might not, especially children who are like growing up with these kind of games. It's a whole other topic, but um, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed, especially because I actually like genuinely love Doctor Mario, and. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it's a mobile game and I just find, I just, I feel like I continue to find mobile games that I just don't like and I I guess I'm just not a mobile game kind of person. Yeah. And then the last game I played this week very, very briefly was Tetris 99 because this weekend, I think you have until midnight, I don't, probably by the time you hear this, it's gone, but there's a uh, Splatoon theme that's been, that's going on this weekend that I played. So I played it like Friday morning when it went live before I went to work and I got a win within like 40 minutes or whatever of playing. I was very proud of that. I was like, yes, I still got it. And my level of play was pretty sloppy. I, I missed a bunch of like easy, I had a couple of unforced errors in there too. And like, I missed a couple T-spins and things that the YouTube commenters were very, very quick to point out. <laughs> fucking armchair quarterbacks. Uh, I'll probably wash you in Tetris, yeah. you fucking commenters. <laughs> um, but I got a win and I unlocked it. So if you get 100 points, you can then uh, unlock the skin permanently for yourself. So oh, I got cool. so I got the skin thankfully, and uh, it's so good, man. Compared to the, the default skin that they had, I'm kind of mad. I missed the Game Boy one, the Game Boy skin. Oh, it was like a classic. Yeah, that's awesome. I missed that one a while back because I think I was just out of town or something. I didn't have like internet access like that. So um, yeah, that's all I've been playing this week. Yeah, so I've only been playing two things. But speaking of like mobile games, I downloaded a Teppin. Oh, yeah. It's like Capcom's new mobile game, card game. Yeah, yeah, And basically, the premise is that you have a deck of cards, any given deck of cards that has a hero attached to it. Mm-hmm. So let's say any uh, the ones that they have right now are like Ryu, uh, Morgan from Darksiders, right? Darksiders? Yeah, yeah. Um, Darkstalkers, sorry. Um, uh, Mega Man the Brathalos <laughs> like <laughs> all the hits all the hits uh <laughs> fucking uh Wesker from Resident Evil of so you, you uh you pick a hero and then you get their deck of cards and basically the screen is set up like you have three slots um for you and the enemy has three slots so your your uh, opponent um and basically you insert um you drag a card into the slot when the round starts and you have uh Basically, there's a bar that builds up your like uh, mana or like um, like basically a currency where um, every card has a number, and that every time you use it, it takes away from that bar. So you have to like build it up to use a certain amount. So if a card has six, you have to make sure you have six um, up to six in that bar. I think the bar goes up to ten. Okay. Um, so that there's a little bit of strategy there. So you might want to use lower uh, units. So like cards that are like two or three right up front that way you're not like blowing through your six so basically when you insert um a card into the slot it auto attacks you see like a little like laser beam kind of slowly going across the screen and it'll attack the opponent so um if there's no card in the slot um directly across from it it'll hit the um the other hero's like main health points um if there's a card there it'll either hit the card or um they can hit you 
Got it. So everybody's like always like it is always attacking. As long as there's a card there, it'll always attack. So it's not turn based. It's like you just go for it. You just go. Yeah, huh. which is kind of cool. Like I got really into it to be honest. Wow. Um, so the only thing that sucks is always online. But basically, you have like support cards that will um, give buffs or debuffs to your opponent. And you can drag those in whenever you have the the mana or whatever they call it. I forgot what they call it, but um, if you have enough of that, you can add that to your um, card. And then it, that's when it goes into like a turn based system. So like if you throw down a support card that um, that will destroy a card in their hand, uh, they have a like right after that they can put another card, another support card if they have one like lined up. So they can throw a support card that gives you a debuff. Um, and then you can throw another one. So you can keep going as long as you both have support cards to throw out. Interesting. And then it'll count down and it'll take turns. So it'll be like, boom, that card is done. That debuff applies. Now it's your turn. And then that round ends. And then uh. it goes b- right back to the main like fighting. So it's pretty quick. It's pretty cool. It's pretty quick. Um, it, matches can last long if you're pretty like good with the, your resources. Um, and but you're just I- playing the computer? Yeah, I, I played the computer. I played some uh, some people online as well. I got washed most of the time, but uh, I beat I beat like a couple people. Um, and you can like edit decks. Um, I'm not really good at that stuff. I don't actually understand how to like add certain decks. But um, there's a there's a couple of my favorite. I went through the whole story. Uh, I beat that, um, which was really cool. It, it, it's really cool how they do it. Like it'd be like uh, you're playing as Ryu, and it would be like oh. Uh, Chun Li appears and she sees her friend, but you're like consumed by the dark Hado. Now you have to fight her. Like that's the justification yeah, yeah, for it. Yeah, and then like, the yeah, and then like every character interacts with like, fuck, why is Wesker fighting Chun Li? Or I you love know, <laughs> you talking to somebody who played uh, what was that? What was that game Battle? No, wait, what the fuck was it called? Something Zone on on the 3ds. Oh, oh my god, I'm blanking on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, it's I like, think it I know was, what you're talking about. It was a Sega game that is basically this you're describing, except it was like Fire Emblem. It's, style. it's pretty cool. Like I, I'm into it. Like I, I, if I like got a complete grasp of the the battle system. Oh well, actually the deck building system. Um, I think I would get into it more. They don't really like the. They don't really kind of hold your hand about it. It's like they give you one tutorial and then that's it. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. I wish I could just play it, like play the computer on my own. You know, like yeah. When you mentioned also, it's Project X Zone. Project X. It, it was the same thing. That, it was yeah. like, oh, it's Jill Valentine yeah. fighting fucking Yaku, the guy from Yakuza, which is weird. Um, no, but you, you, you hit on something that I like that made me remember why I didn't like my time with Doctor Mario. Whereas mm-hmm. like I was in the middle of a game, and then like the train. I was above ground too, and I'd lost connection, and that kicked me out of the game. And I was like, "This need this needs to be updated somehow. Like it needs to either check in every once, like once every day, yeah. or something needs to happen that like it doesn't. Why does it need a constant? I can understand to the like server? if you're if you're playing against an opponent, but like I don't see why like you you should have like a, a bank of computer things. So it's like oh, you can play up to ten rounds offline. Right, and right, right. then once you reconnect, it'll add another ten to that it's, pool. I guess it's because they always want you to be online because they always they never want you to not have the option to give to them buy, money. Yeah, that's that's I think that's exactly where it is. Yeah, because it like they do tell you like oh you want to buy decks. They're not really in your face with about it, but um, they're always giving you currency and all this stuff to like put towards stuff. But it's just never enough to get a deck. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, wonder, so, <laughs> I wonder why. So uh, you have to play like over like a thousand games just to get geez. one like deck or something like that yeah, or yeah. card. Like a special card, but I, I'm I'm totally into it. Like the the art style is really cool. It's a cool take on the characters. They're like this gritty, um, kind of like um, 
I don't know, realistic kind of look to it. So Mega Man looks like a, a guy in a suit. Like almost. shredded. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, it looks a little weird, but it, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, hearing you talk about this makes me, again, want them to already just come out with a um, Yakuza style. And that's what we were talking about last week. Cabaret Club game. It's like, yo, put these shits like on the phone offline. <laughs> yeah, offline too would be nice. But but even if they didn't, I would play that online and I would give them all my money. I'm pretty hyped about this, uh, te- uh, not Tekken. Uh, what's it called? Teppin? Not Teppin. Uh, the one I predicted. Gundam. Gundam thing that's coming out soon. Yeah, I'll probably get into that. God damn it. It looks freaking cool. It's like um, Gunplow or in like uh, uh, kit bashing where you're like mixing and matching kits and stuff and you're fighting. Yeah, that one. They have, also, I, I saw totally like the option to just like let it do it. Like there's a game called Auto Chess out right now that people are like really crazy about mm-hmm. that. I don't know if I'll get into it, but... I like that idea of like a game where you just like maybe like Teppin, where you you set it up and then you just watch it happen. Yeah, like Teppin, you do have to be a little bit more involved because like you can set it up, you can have all three slots filled, but if you're if you get destroyed, you have to like really fill that in because it'll, you're leaving your 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 hero exposed. Um, but it, it's pretty cool. Like you you see like it, it makes you explore other decks and stuff. So like it, I like playing as a uh, Morgan. Um, I think I'm saying that right. Morrigan? Morrigan? From what? Darkstalkers? Yeah, I don't know. She's like a vampire chick. She's real cute. Yeah, yeah, She has a big old boobies. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was in uh, Project X Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very all familiar. those good, like, Capcom characters are super, like, fetishized. Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all, like, mus- muscle men. Yep. And, like, really, like, you know, extreme cleavage. Like, almost hentai? Yeah. Oh, no. It's, like, it's, like... It's legit. Right on Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, chun is like... Damn. super thick it's like jesus <laughs> yeah, christ yeah. um but uh, yeah I, i'm totally into it and then other awesome. than that i've been playing uh a lot of apex that's pretty much like what i've mainly been playing because when i get home i'm super tired and apex is like you jump in real quick play a couple rounds and you're out like so good. most of the time i'm gonna die like and, yeah exactly because yeah, yeah. like yo this is like this trend now where you jump with three people and one person just goes mm. on their own and it's like mm. What the fuck, man? How is that a viable strategy? Like, whenever I play these games, I'm like, I need to be with team because they can watch my back. I can watch their right. back. Because there have been so many times where I'm literally providing support for somebody. I had a guy today where, like, he he did he left us, gets killed immediately, and then he's pinging his bot like his. Pick fuck up. you, I'm like, man. I'm not, we're not Get picking him up. Out of here. And uh, like, I had a couple people where like they have mics on, I can hear them talking, and if they're not annoying, I won't mute them. But oh, I mute everybody. <laughs> But sometimes they're like pretty good and like you know good like at communicating and stuff. But um, I don't I don't speak, but you know I just use the system. But he was like talking mad shit, and he like he had he was jump master, and he relinquished it to me. So I picked a spot and I jumped, and then he was like, "Oh, why would you pick that?" I was like, "Motherfucker, just pick a spot then." Like, <laughs> so he like went off on his own, died yeah, immediately, and then like cursed us out, and then left. And we were like, "All right, well." Buddy. Yeah, cool. But um, Apex is just so good, man. I I think I found like a couple new guns that I like, not new guns, but guns that have been there, but I've never really used like that what? I'm really into. There's like a um semi-automatic rifle. Um, it uses light rounds. Um, those are the orange bullets. Mm-hmm. And it's just a you know single fire like semi-automatic as fast as you can pull the trigger. It shoots. Um, it's awesome. Nice. really good and you can use it at like mid to long range and it's just i'm just a beast with it man you know what fucking gun slaps now 
is uh what's the one that takes a while to wind up there's a couple but there's the havoc havoc okay i suck with that thing i'm nice with that. i hate that guy they 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 finesse if you can get the hop up i'm with it yeah but even without the hop up because i picked it up once and it was all i had and i was like i I fired it up and it didn't take as long and i was like ooh, they definitely (laughs) they improved this they definitely tweaked it because i was using it um not too long ago and i was like oh it's not that bad but stable as fuck as long as i can get rid of it i'll 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 get rid of it yeah if it's like if it's like a thing that like i pick up immediately i'm like i'm okay now yeah yeah, yeah. but then i will immediately pick up something better yeah I i like the other spin up weapons other than that like i like the um the the sniper rifle one those that's really good that's like my main gun that's like the one i i fuck fuck with i forgot that's called forgot what it's called it's like a t or something like that yeah trouble trouble triple take triple take yeah um but that that, the game is just so good i don't know what they did with the shooting but they've definitely tightened it up they tightened it up and and they're really working at it and it's just so good the characters are great like i got fucked up by a watson like uh, all day because like you know how like every day they have like daily missions and like today's mission was like get three kills as watson and so everybody's picking watson but she's no joke beast man. she can just like literally make a pen around you and you're stuck yeah, <laughs> just, man. Like, or just like you waiting to die little yeah seas everywhere See, yeah. yeah man um but it, it's best. real good real good That's real awesome. good game yeah i love that game i, I gotta play get back more of it guys oh and shout out to uh sam from uh geek hey. heart games because we got a win like yesterday or day four nice um and yeah it was just like our second game and we, we crushed it hell yeah let me know if you ever need a third man yeah man i'm always doing Come nothing through. um all right cool jumping into the news this week i think the biggest story this week this happened literally like on in wednesday morning um nintendo releases or will release the Nintendo Switch Lite coming September twentieth. Yeah. So the Nintendo Switch Lite is a smaller handheld portable. I'm taking it from Kotaku that will be released this fall. It's being described as a Nintendo Switch for those who just want to play on the go. So it comes in three different colors: yellow, uh, this turquoise color, and then the gray, like a dark gray color. Um, first off, which color do you like the most? Either that turquoise or that gray. See, I'm turquoise or yellow. I'm leaning yellow. That yellow. The, both, all of them are really nice. So and the nice. fucking, they had a special one. Yeah, the Pokemon one. Oh, Lord Jesus. I like that one, but I don't like the back of it. I didn't see the back. It's like, it's all detail with like Pokemon etchings of Pokemon. I'm like, I don't need all that. Yeah. It's a little extra. But, um, so it's, so here's, it's priced at $199. Um, so it's cheaper, $100 cheaper than the, the standard base model. So it also, um, so it's, it's slightly smaller compared to the regular Switch. Uh, which measures four inches high, nine point four inches long. That's the regular Switch. Mm-hmm. The Switch Lite is three point six inches high and eight point two inches long. So it's definitely smaller, probably noticeably smaller if you it's actually like fold it, it in your hands. It's like if you take away one of the Joy-Con. Almost. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of nice actually. Um, and the uh, the Lite's touchscreen is also slightly smaller, five point five inches compared to the regular six point two inch. The light, however, does have a slightly longer battery life, and it has a D-pad instead of those directional buttons on the left side. So awesome. Super, super nice. So, um, obviously, the main differences and the things that they sort of scaled back on for, I guess, for cost reasons, um, it, you can't detach the Joy-Cons. Uh, it will not feature uh, su- like a support for TV mode, so you can't dock it and play it on a TV. And uh, it also just doesn't come with a dock. So... Um, so you can't buy like a USB-C to to HDMI situation? No, I don't think so. Someone's like going to figure it out. It does, well, I don't think it has the, the function to, to, to do it at all. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So they, they, like, they ripped it out so that it can make it smaller and probably cheaper. So 
the uh, you know you could probably buy other controllers for it. So if you were concerned about not being able to play, like I mean, the first thing that came to mind for me was like, oh, the, this is not for me for a bunch of reasons. It's for definitely for other folks out there. Yeah. But for me, I was like, oh, I can't play this because I play Splatoon with motion controls. I guess I could like put it on a stand and then get a pro controller if I wanted to and connect it that way. Um, that's I guess that's probably still a viable way to do it too if you wanted to. But um, for me. Um, well, first off, before we get into, like, I guess the pros and cons of, of our own sort of needs and wants, uh, what do you think of the Switch Lite? I'm, I'm totally into it. Like, I, I personally don't need it, but I want it. <laughs> like, That's me, man. I totally want it. Like, That's even me. just for, like, kind of nostalgia we- reasons, like, I just want, like, want to have it. it. Yeah, just to collect it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it looks so cool, man. It's so cute, man. Uh, they really need to release some new Joy-Con. If they're coming out with this, it better come with, like, mad other Joy-Con as well. Because, like, that yellow and white is just so clean. <sighs> it's so clean. And, like, that light gray looks so cool to me, too. It's so... But, um, yeah. sorry, just no, one yeah. quick thing. I was talking to my boy at work. He doesn't have a Switch. He's been wanting to get one for his two daughters, right? Perfect. His daughter's been asking for it. So, he was like, I might just get them a regular Switch so they can play together, right? They get to do the Joy-Con thing and then get me... Get himself Ooh, a, a light. A light. Because he doesn't really need to he just wants to have something that he can, you know just tinker around tinker with. around with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean And then they could play games, all three of them. The more I thought about it, the more because my initial reaction was like, ugh. Like I it's yeah. it's so cute, but it like, why would you remove the T V out option? So for yeah, me Yeah, that's that's a bummer. It's a huge bummer for me personally. But as someone who I mean, I, I think I play I'm gonna say, honestly speaking, 60% of the 65% of the time docked really yeah and then 35% of the time handheld I never played docked at all see so like when I come home I want to sit on the couch I want to play my big old nice TV yeah. um, I also have a very specific use case where like you know most of the time when I'm playing a game on switch I'm probably recording footage from it so I need the option to have TV out for video capture needs um and also just the idea that I can bring it back and forth from the office and home. Again, it's a very specific use case scenario where I'm like, oh, I got this new cool level in Mario Maker. Let me capture it at work. I have a dock set up at work at my desk. I dock it. I capture it. And then I like can immediately work off of that footage. Not having that option for me is like a no. It's, an, it's a no-go. So if, although I don't think this is the case, but if Nintendo were to be like, oh, you can use both if you wanted to, the same way you, you can use multiple PlayStation 4s and like use cloud saves, if that were that an would option... That would be cool. Because yeah. you would just leave one home. Yes. Or I'd leave it at the office. Or leave it at the office, right. Yeah. And if I was going to travel or if I'm like, for everyday usage, I would definitely use the light. Mm-hmm. And I, I, to my knowledge, I don't think they support that yet. They do support the transfer, but they don't. I don't think they support like the use of multiple switches. Right. I could be wrong about that. I should actually triple check because if they do, I'm definitely going to get one on September 20th. Because <laughs> um, if they if they had that option, then sure. But for me, like I just, I, I require the, the, the functionality of a TV out. But I also like really do take advantage of it too. So like when I come home, I'm, I like, I enjoy the the option to continue the battle I was just doing on the train from Fire Emblem on my nice big TV where I can sit back, relax, kick the AC on, and just like kick my feet up. I mean, you can still do it on with handheld, but like for me, there's some, there's a difference between that and like playing it on my TV with the speakers on blast and right. like you know what I mean. So, and also like the the option to play something like 
Zelda on my TV was really cool because it's the same thing. Like I, I might miss things that I didn't see with, in handheld mode. Anyway, what's the price again? Two hundred. Yeah, that's awesome. It's such a great deal. Yeah. Also, I, I I realized this right before we started the show. I also tied it into the Discord. I definitely predicted this. You did. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. Yeah. Because I, re- I remember saying they're going to release a budget option that doesn't have a dock. It's only handheld. Yeah. I thought... I thought they would be able to play on the TV. Yeah, but. I thought it'd have Yeah, that, no, but I, I remember, I remember when you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it makes sense because like the dock's 90 bucks. That's that's probably most of the savings there. But also, the, the, the savings go into... No motion control, no rumble, um, no TV out, uh, less less moving parts with the Joy-Con detaching shit. So this is definitely like the kid brother, but also the casual player console, which I think is great. I think this is like, this is the 3DS Lite, or the, I'm sorry, the DS Lite for, for the casual folks out there who like, this is for like, you know, my brother. This is for... Even like my sister, like these are for people that are like maybe want to get back in, but like two hundred seems like oh I could probably do that. Yeah, I can I probably do two hundred, right? And then like this is the thing I'll play like on the train or something like that. People yeah, just want to yeah. like get it and go. Like for me, I, I'm like if I probably would didn't have one, I would get this. Yeah, just because I already only play handheld. Handheld. The only thing is I like detaching my Joy-Con. Mm. Like I like playing tabletop like drumsticks you know like yeah yeah, yeah. so i've uh, grown to love that actually yeah so like I, I play smash like that and wow you know so you monster yeah it's like it's just more comfortable i can like have my hands like at ease yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i have them in my lap you know like i like yeah. that option like, yeah this, switch is the only like system that's ever done that that's the other thing too like i would miss so i actually really like when i especially at work where i'm here when i dock it even if i'm not capturing footage Playing Fire Emblem like with Joy Cons detached is actually really nice because nice. you're just like you're not, it doesn't require Twitch you no. know reactions. Yeah, you're just doing things. You're just yeah. selecting menus. You're moving around. Like it's nice to be able to put your hands wherever you want or like just relax. So yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's I think it's awesome. First of all, I, yeah, I don't want to sound is. like I'm too no, down no, no, on this no. thing. It's, it's dope. This thing is fucking cool. Um, I just yeah, I just know that it's not for me unless they're like, oh hey, it does support multiple. Con- like multiple consoles with one user. I don't know. They just look so clean. I know they look so. It nice. kind of reminds me of the um, the Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The OG one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew that. It, also, they're, they're a little small follow up story for this. They they're also like quietly updating the the base models as well. Apparently, so they're they're going to be introducing like a new, I think a slightly new CPU and storage. Um, Option. Yeah, they need a new storage option. Yeah, so this is from WCCFTech.com. So they said, um, what is it? Nintendo has asked for permission to change a couple of things about the system. Specifically, it's SOC, a.k.a. its processor, and it's NAND memory. It's onboard storage. So, you know, very small uh, improvements. But I, I wondered, I would really question how drastic those changes would be because you don't want to alienate people the same way you did with the new 3ds or you're yeah. like hey you can't play this game on your old 3ds because it's that shit is trash and this new one's a little stronger um that would suck i would be i'd actually yeah, I'd be, be pretty disappointed I'd to hear pissed. that i just got the shit <laughs> yeah word two years ago um but yeah it, it, it is cool though that like there is an option for people out there who do want this like the, this now exists for you if you only want to play handheld you want a small really vibrant cool looking option there you go. I think it's going to hit a lot of boxes for people. Totally. Like, and this is going to be a dope fucking Christmas situation. 
I mean, I, I want one. <laughs> I do. I do. I really I want do want one. one. Like, it doesn't matter what color I get. Like, if someone wants to give me that, that'd be cool. If we have any uh, benefactors out there, yo, actually donate to the show. Don't don't. Buy yeah, it. actually, don't do that. <laughs> we, we got jobs. Yeah, we, we got, got jobs. jobs. All right, cool. So jumping into uh, questions for the week, we have one question this week. But if you have any questions for us, please feel free to send us an email over at questions at the optional dot com or drop them into our questions channel in our Discord. Or if you're brave enough, send us a voice message using the Anger app on your phone. So uh, Eddie Murphy's Law in the Discord. Uh, also, I still love that username. Uh, he asks, "Did you did we ever get a rundown of best video game inspired merchandise on the show?" Because uh, he brought up the um, those. What is it? The uh, the Air Maxes, the, the N64 ones yeah. that are I think they're coming out. And I don't think we talked about best video game merchandise, but there's definitely some things out there that are either video game related or video game adjacent. Yeah, I'm I'm not really too into video game stuff to wear, but um, there are some that I really like. I like the um, I guess it was last year they came out with those. Um, I think it's Paul George's. Yeah. Uh, those PS PS One. Or there was, I think it was like PS4 themed. PS4 themed? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. PS4 themed sneakers. Those were clean as fuck. Those were nice, yeah. I'm really, I was really into that stuff. Um, it's interesting because I feel like most, as a slight aside, I think most gamers' sneakers taste, sneaker taste is pretty subpar. Oh, yeah. I mean, I but I think that. that's like changing now. Slowly, right? I think like the two are coming more in, especially like in the like FGC situation. I think that's where you get the overlap. Yeah, because like people that have been doing it prior to video, any before video games caught on to right. it. Because even in, like sometimes in the office, people will be like, "What's the deal with gamers and like sneakers?" And I'm like, "Excuse that, me, those two things were ex- mutually exclusive yeah. prior to like the, they ever the, absolutely they've ever become joined at the hip. They and were I'm, like DC shoes and shit. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, exactly. So like I've I've loved sneakers Bef- you're right before they became like. You know, it sounds like a hipster thing, but like to me, those things aren't related at all. Not at all. So like when people are like, "What is it with gamers and sneakers?" It, to me, it's like, no, oh, that's, that's a fairly newer thing. That's a yeah, newer thing. Yeah. yeah, like I've I've always been into sneakers. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm really not into like that merch. I would, man, I got ideas. Yeah, PlayStation, holla at me. You know what? I will say, I really do have some cool fucking ideas. I want I want to be on the FGC board of gear of swag what you got you got you got a little taste yeah i want to i want to change the whole like um not fgc um e e E esports esports esportsman yeah i want to be on the esports swag team my god if anyone's listening out there get rid of this soccer jersey bullshit trash stop it it's so trash trash. you look you look like a fucking nascar racer (sighs) it's not it's not a good look it's not a good look but like all right so at um the nintendo I forgot what it was called, but they had like the Splatoon tournament, the all that shit. Every team had a different themed jersey, which was fucking cool. They had like nice. the dudes from like uh, Norway or whatever. They had on hockey jerseys, so fire, so cool. The so Japanese fire. team had baseball jerseys on that looked so sick. fire. And then now they're in Splatoon, like the uh, they won, and so like their jersey is are in the game, and it just looked fire. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Like do different shit. Like yeah, you, yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be one like set thing. What would the US one be? Probably baseball too. It could be baseball. It could be like even like hockey jerseys fucking look cooler than which call. Like I get it, like you don't want to be in an arena like sweating and shit, but like I'll even take like those I mean, I was just watching Wimbledon. I have been watching the Wimbledon finals this weekend. Yeah. Like uh shout out to Serena. I was I was rooting for Serena. She lost, right? She lost, yeah. Oh, damn. 
She's still the goat, though. She is the goat. Uh, and then I don't, I don't even know who won today. I was watching the end of it, and then I, like, I, I lost interest and started playing Fire Emblem. Nah, they're like, um, that's a crazy sport, man. It's it's nuts. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. The point, anyway. the point I was getting at, yeah, the point I was getting at was like, I would love to even see like Uniqlo style like polos or like even. That's just what I'm saying. Regular, like, like, it, it can be like jackets. It could yeah, be anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just have some some cool ideas that yeah. I would like to talk to these fucking suits. So you you got me. You reminded me of like anytime I walk into Nintendo New York. Uh, every time I go in there, I'm like, there's always some shit I want to buy. Like, oh, God, I didn't, I didn't know I needed this. Right. Now, now I'm going to buy this. So there's always something in there that I love that, like, whether it's a T-shirt. Like, they have, like, really cool Splatoon-themed T-shirts. Uh, if you're ever visiting New York, too, I think I would highly recommend checking out Nintendo New York, even just to, like, stop by and not buy anything. It's pretty cool. Um, but um, I do fuck with those uh, 97s, though, those Air Max 97s. They're nice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think the one thing that's, like, not video game related, but it's video game adjacent. I was talking to you before about mm-hmm. the Jordan Slam Dunk collab, and I'm not really a Jordan person. Um, they were like this these bright red. They had like etchings of like the characters all over the the, the sneakers. They were so beautiful. They came out a few years ago, and I was broke at the time, and I couldn't afford them. Um, and I, it still kind of kills me to this day. I, w- I would probably would not wear them, but I'd probably put them like on a shelf as like a decorative thing because I think they're like really really cool to look at. Yeah. Um, cause also again, I'm, I'm just not a Jordan, uh, person, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else, man, there have been, there have been some cool things in the past that have definitely like, oh, these are kind of tough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the all were they guys? sevens or the six? They were sixes. Uh, these are Jordan sixes. Yeah. They were sixes. Um, this is sick. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. Sneakers. It's just like a clean, clean sneaker. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm trying to think what else. Anytime there's like cool video game merchandise that makes sense that like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> there was that um, Xbox body wash that came out recently. I thought that was hilarious. I think they should do more <laughs> stupid shit like that. Yeah, I'm into that stuff. I'm into stupid things. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really like. Check out my Netflix series, stuff. Stupid Things, coming next year. They don't have like Overwatch themed shit. Yeah, I, you know what's I funny? remember somebody had like um, like a like a bomber, an Overwatch bomber on once. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like girls like wear diva stuff for, and I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like if, if you like if you style it right, that's the other thing too. I was like, you gotta style that shit right. You can't just wear it and be like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it is cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it was like it was like when the um when Into the Spider Verse came out and those Jordans dropped. Oh, those were beautiful. Very they good. Are beautiful. Yeah, it's like the the ones they they dropped and just I, just the people wearing them. I was like, no, no. I I, I did see <laughs> I did see one girl wearing them. She was she was super steezy. Yeah. Like she walked past and I was like, damn, those are fire. Like, yeah. She actually like styled it right. Um, but I, I see it all the time. Like even like FGC, like people wear like Yeezys and shit, and they got the baggy ass fucking jeans. You can't you can't let do all the heavy lifting. Like, I, I'm not against baggy jeans. I'm just saying you just gotta style, style it. Them. Yeah, style it. Style it. Um, all right, cool. So jumping into feeling it for the week. Feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we think is worth sharing. Um, yeah, I'll go. Movies. Actually, um, they are both movies. I actually have a second one, so I want to talk oh. about that one real quick too because this is. I didn't know it came out, but it was cool. So, um, no clip has a new documentary out. E3 one. The E3 documentary. And yeah, I watched it the other day. And I was like, 
this is fucking dope. Yeah. So cool to see like kind of like the history of E3 and then like what it is at now at its current state and the feelings that people who have been there through it all and the newcomers um, and the people who just attend um, is really good. It's a great documentary. It's a great documentary. It's it's really fun. And just to just to see like the old head like Rich Gallup. Uh, even like uh, Ka was in it. Yeah, well, shout yeah, out to Ka, Ka, yeah. Yeah, Ka was in it. Um, the guys over at um, Vice Games were in it. It was really Games. dope like to see E3. And I like, you know, we have our opinions about it. Like we, I kind of go back and forth all the time. Like, oh, E3 sucks, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like the like everybody's kind of thing. It's yeah. like, I don't think it'll ever die. Yeah, I don't think it will either. Not in like, somebody says it in the documentary, like, I've heard E3 die so many times. I think it was uh, the dude from um, one of the developers. I forget his name. Anyway. I forget, but yeah, yeah. it was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want it to die. Yeah. It, it is you know, like, I think it, it, yeah, it's like this weird, special, odd thing that's just for us. Right. In a way. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a definitely like a, um, there's an allure to it. There is this sense of hype and excitement around it that I, I think will always remain because it's like before we used to read about it and we only saw photos and then it became like you would go to IGN or GameStop, GameSpot. God damn it. And don't you go would, to GameStop. Yeah, no, don't go to GameStop. <laughs> and then you would like, you know, you would see coverage on it like on the internet. We had to like download video like, and the, the documentary goes into it. And now it's kind of transformed into this whole beast where like so many different layers and channels are covering it on so many different levels that it's interesting that like, you have the youtuber you have mm-hmm. the streamer you right. have the influencer like on the way to e3 every day on like way, the way back to the convention center i would meet like new interesting people like i shared a cat i was outside and i was like talking to this dude he's like yeah i'm from texas like they flew me down here to to be an influencer for it was like for ubisoft or something i forget i, I forget and I, I also forget his name he gave me his card he was really really nice but he like mainly does music and he streams video games and um really really cool guy like down to earth and um he was like yeah they flew me out i'm here for the week and you know yeah and then it's like he's covering it like on for his twitch channel and i'm covering it for like a legacy media channel right but then i'm also like i'm we're nowhere i mean on the video side at least we're nowhere near the size of like i mean there was a part where they, they had like a behind the scenes look at ign's operation and that blew my mind because, like, I know what it go, what goes into this kind of stuff, like from a very like fundamental level. Yeah. But seeing the like ESPN level, oh yeah, production of like fifty. I mean, not, it probably wasn't fifty, but like a fleet of video editors, a fleet of people like live blocking these things, the different shoots happening on different floors, like, like really, really impressive. And I think it's like I think more of this kind of behind the scenes stuff is needed because, you know, a lot of the times it's easy to fall into the trope or the, or, or the, the, the very toxic it looks like magic. Yeah. But it's also very toxic for like people to be like, Oh, like fuck the, fuck the games journalism, fuck them and whatever. And it's like, people don't understand how fucking hard it is to yeah. cover this shit. And the, the Daniel Dwyer documentary does a really good job of like showing these human people. It's the same way that like, you know, you learn about crunch and you're starting to see it more. You're reading about it, but right. 
it makes a huge difference to like see it and, and see it up close and see these human beings. And like, it's not just like this Illuminati thing happening where like everyone's getting flown around in like private jets. It's like people hustling their ass off working. I mean, I was working every night till like one thirty two AM and then getting back in there at nine sharp. Like it's a lot of work. Yeah. And, um, that documentary was fantastic. Really yeah. cool. Check it out. No clip on uh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. But uh, my my actual feeling it is a movie called Midsummer. Oh my god! And it's by the creators of uh, Hereditary. I hadn't seen that yet. I still haven't seen it. But people, it's like a cult kind of classic. Good. Um, people love Hereditary, and they tell me I need to see it. But you, my friend was like, "Yo, it. let's go see this movie." And I was like, "I didn't see Hereditary. I hope they're not linked." <laughs> um, I, from what I know, I did not. But um, Midsummer, um, without spoiling anything, but it's about bunch of a group of friends um that go to uh sweden to observe one of their other friends um traditions of like uh midsummer festivities and whatever that entails basically it's like um like a like a like a holiday for them so like it's like a week long like a retreat yeah like a retreat but um it's interesting it was a ride man from jump this movie is like oh word this is where we're going with it <laughs> like from like the get-go like the it's kind of it's brutal yeah like in a in a like not in like necessarily like a visceral way but like it's brutal in like a psychological way like in a i don't know if i'm up for this right now yeah so wow. you know be careful about you know going to see it because you're like it's, it will drudge up some stuff. You're just gonna be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Shit. But it, it's it's interesting. It's it's really good. Um, um, it's 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 a uh, violent. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a horror movie, right? Or like a yeah. Not. Re- I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Like it's a suspense thriller with horror themes. Okay. You know. Right. Um, it does but it's, toe it's that scary, line. Though. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a scary movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know if I would call it a horror movie. It's a horror like you know if you're like in a situation like I feel like I'm in a horror movie. That's what it's like. It's like, damn, this is this real? Damn, it, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up movie. I I'm not gonna lie. It. I really, really want to see you it. You should go see it. It's yeah, good yeah. and it's good to see it in a theater. Yeah, like I was into it. Nice. I'm going really to try to go watch it this weekend. I, 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 I want to talk about it, but I can't because it's like, I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Off, off rip. Yeah, sh- sh- shut your mouth. <laughs> shut, shut your fucking mouth. Uh, that's A24, right? Yeah, A24. So, so I watched, I, so one of my, so I'm, now that you put a Dublas up, I'm going to put up Dublas. Yeah. So my, my feeling it this week, my original one is um, also an A24 production or at least, you know, distributed production. Yeah called um the farewell so it's a it's a whole it's on the other side of the spectrum but um this movie is uh directed by i think her name is lulu lulu wang mm-hmm. and she i think she wrote and directed this movie it's starring aquafina of uh oceans eight fame uh, crazy rich asians fame also corny youtube rap video <laughs> fame um but yeah she uh she like her first leading role if i'm not mistaken um, and it's a movie about a, a, a Chinese American, um, who goes, who gets, gets word that her grandmother has like stage four lung cancer and basically only has a few months to live. And the family decides to keep it a secret from her specifically. Um, and they use the guise of 
one of the cousins who just started dating this this woman um, to to throw like a wedding, like a sham wedding for for the sake of the, the sole purpose of getting the core family together so they can basically say goodbye to the grandmother without her knowing. Mm-hmm. So the premise itself is extremely heavy. It's about you know. And Aquafina's character in the, in the in the movie, she's close with the grandmother. She lives in New York, actually in New York City. That's where the parents came, and they're by themselves um, in terms of like extended family. And she talks with her grandmother pretty often on the phone, so she's very close to her. And they and she finds out, and she has this really hard time grappling with the idea of like lying, lying, yeah, yeah basically lying to the mother. And then the, there's a clash of what I what I resonated with the most was the clash of like you know, these newfound, um, instilled American ideals clashing with ideals from your ancestors and, and your and your parents and your family, like from back home. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful movie that I recommend everyone checking out. If you if you if it has if it happens to be playing near you, definitely go check it out. I know it's like in limited release right now. Um but I knew going into it that I was like, oh, the, the subject matter itself is like, okay, you're going to cry. You're definitely going to cry. And I definitely did. Yeah. Um, but it was such a beautiful, such a beautiful story, like such a um, really heart, heartfelt, real, it's actually like a based on a, on a true story too. Yeah. Um, that like. It's like based on a true lie. Yeah. Based yeah. on a true lie. Um, and it's just like. It's definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Again, another A24 movie that I watched that made me cry. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend checking it out. It's really, really good. Aquafina also is like incredible in the movie. She's a lot of range. Yeah. She's she's going to be, I think she's going to be star, huge. Yeah, yeah she's, sure. she's like a star in the making for sure. I um That was one of the trailers that I saw that's it's like, oh shit. Even and the I trailer. was a trailer. I was like, oh yeah. I was I was like, oh, this is gonna be a rough one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to see it though. But it's definitely it's it's it still has its very sweet, like really fun, hilarious moments, and it it, it doesn't end too much on like a. I don't want to give anything too much away, but it's it's not like super depressing. Right. is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, and then my other feeling it is, uh, which I just came up with because Cam decided to surprise <laughs> drop one, is uh, the new Big Crit album. It came out on Friday. I heard. I haven't good. heard it yet. But it's called Crit is here. Um, it's it's a it's a pretty lengthy album, surprisingly, and also some really really nice features on there, like J Cole's on there. Um, so there's a song with Lil Wayne on there. Um, really really good stuff. I was I like, playing I it like yesterday. Crit. Yeah, he's he's severely underrated oh, in my super, opinion. Super, super it's, it's like criminal. And he's like, a, you ever heard like any of his interviews? No, like, super cool dude. Like, yeah, yeah, super chill. You're like, oh, I actually like him. Yeah, like, I've only seen the um, the only thing I've seen that's like sort of interview ish was the the. Uh, the oh god i'm blanking on the name where they have to like make a beat using vinyl records they found yeah what is that called i know i know you're talking about that the mass appeal series that yeah. i love so much um rhythm roulette. rhythm roulette they did a rhythm roulette with big crit and it was actually really, really i've cool. only seen a handful of those but yeah they're so good so I good so much. yeah i want to so, yeah. check it out what's it what's it called Do you know? uh crit is here crit is here yeah okay. it's like k-r-i-t is here it's all caps um so yeah those are our feelings for the week um before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Cappy Can't Lose, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Nice. Uh, what about you, man? I am Pauly Mayo. That's P-O-L-I. M is in Mario, A-Y-O. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. Um, also, Twitter. I, I beat the. I, I finally surpassed the uh, four-digit mark. Oh, cool. I didn't even. I didn't even. I noticed it, and then like. One of the tweets 
I, I, I like retweeted. Oh, we forgot to mention this. Here's a little, a little bonus content for everybody out there. <laughs> if you tuned out by now, it sucks for you. Um, forgot to mention that uh, Cuphead got a, is getting a Netflix series. I saw that. So I retweeted the the I tweeted out rather the the Yusuf Cole article that I loved. I think everyone should read. It's great, really good. Um, it's like it's just like really solid. Like, hey, if you like a if you like it's video like a games, cool history lesson. Yeah, like you're, you'll learn a lot. You're gonna learn a whole lot. Yeah. So I I retweet I tweeted that out and I like tagged him like yo shout out to Yusuf Cole and that blew up like it, it got got me a ton of followers too. But like, um, if you haven't read that. I might just pin it on my profile. Like, go go read it. It's it's really or just Google Yusuf Yusuf Cole, um, He's Cuphead dropping some good shit, man. Yeah, it basically just talks about how like I mean the developers weren't intently no it to wasn't be it wasn't malicious right it was just like hey you're using racist inspired imagery exactly um, and then you know of course people were in my mentions talking about like the usual people who don't read the article before commenting on it or read the article and still fail to comprehend what the article is saying. Like he says it in the piece too. Like I like this game. And I also like, they're not racist. No, it's just like, Hey, you can, you can do a racist thing or be in a, like you can have a racist impact without being racist. You just have to, you have to check yourself. It's fine. Yeah. Just know the concept, like not consequences, but just know what you're putting out there. And that's all. It's just, it's just information right. that we all should have. And I don't understand why people are fucking freaking out about it. <laughs> it's like, it's common sense. Yes. You know? It's like, you know, if, if, you, if you're if you using something that's inspired by something, maybe do, do a little bit of research. I just hate how, like, um, like uh, so this thing, somebody dropped a, an interview with, like, Scarlett Johansson. She was talking about, I should be able to play any character that I want. And I was like, yes, of course you should play any character that you want but there are a ton of people who cannot play any character that they want Facts. and before those people can get to that level how about you don't take how about you role? sit your ass <laughs> down like yeah but people were like just coming out of the woodwork and it was like this one twitch streamer who everybody was just handling with baby gloves and i was like yo fuck out of here dude like you, if you don't get it you just don't get it like i can't like there's so much information out there where you can yeah. learn if you want to yeah. If you're really trying to understand where people are coming from with the, you know, like their outrage, quote unquote, about this is ridiculous. And then yeah. on the other end, they just released that they're going to the next Bond movie is going to be starring a black woman who's going to be the new 007. Uh, not James Bond, by the way. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you haven't fucking learned that by now. Just read the fucking <laughs> interview. God damn it. Like, I don't understand. Just read. Yeah. yeah. Um, read, but, you fools. But on that same thing. He like the same guy who was complaining about like oh people are fucking snowflakes about oh, Scarlett God. Johansson. He's freaking out about. <laughs> the oh nature. my I'm God. like you don't even see the irony you know, and yeah, all any no, of this. They, they don't. They don't see the like yeah like you said that perfectly worded. They don't see the irony in, in the fact that like the one the people who are most outraged are the people who are being like why are you so outraged? Yeah. And it's like bro, I'm not outraged. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just, chilling. Bro. I'm just telling you what it's what it means and what. The impact that it has. That's it. That's all I'm telling That's you. All we're saying. That's all we're saying. And it's it, it, it's just like there are some people I believe who have a lack of empathy who who just oh, for sure. who refuse to be like, oh I get it man I hear you. They're just like no I want to die on this hill because I'm right and you're wrong. Even if you disagree, still right with the Scarlett Johansson shit, you should still try to see where people are like trying like just see try to see their mind frame meet them halfway if you're gonna be like oh i can see why they would think that 
that's all we want. You all you think. want. Yeah. It's all you want. <laughs> and like, yeah, but I also do think too that like there are people out there who maliciously are like, no. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, I think about that um, Michael Che stand up where he was like, uh, there are people who are like, hey, you know, we demand equal rights. We want equal rights. And there's just some people that are just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And it's like, you know what? There are people out there who are just like, no, no. You, we, I don't want this to be the world where like everyone's equal and everyone gets a fair shot. Some people are, are like sitting pretty on this shit and they're the ones stirring the shit and stirring the pot. So Is nine it, times out of like, ten. I get stuck in these rabbit holes and I just fucking like, why am I here again? Yeah. Why did I get put myself in this situation where I'm upset now? Yeah. The other thing, I, the, other, like, re, the other realization I'll, I'll quickly wrap this yeah. up with that I've had recently is like, always look at the numbers. Do mm-hmm. the math. Like, just like fucking most deaf told us all those years ago. Look at the math, right? Like, whenever someone's in a tweet and someone's mentions trying to stir shit up, look at the like, look at the ratios. Look how many people liked it. Look how many people retweeted it. And look how many people commented. Mm-hmm. Even on YouTube videos. If a YouTube video has 10,000 views, it's got, you know, 500 likes, 300 down likes or down votes, dislikes. I don't even know how to speak anymore. Everywhere with that. Everywhere with that. Yeah. I use every form <laughs> every of down like. Yeah. <laughs> down like, opposite, up like, don't hate. Um, and then look at the comments, right? Let's say there's 100 comments. 100 comments with 300 down likes, I'm going to say, yeah. versus the 10,000 views that went into it. So that means if you, if you do the math, the majority of people watch this video, even if they didn't like it, they moved on. on right. They're like, it's not necessary for me to, yeah. to look at it. They have healthy lives. Yeah. They've moved on and they've, they're producing and, and contributing to society. They're not in the mentions or the comments stirring shit up and hoping to like, like fucking fly traps, hoping to grab your ass yeah. and like have you arguing with them for like hours. So I would say people who like, who produce shit or even if you like, if you see something that you dislike or you hate, ignore that shit yeah. get them block them get them out the fucking paint because social media and, and youtube and shit nowadays gives everybody a platform to to say stupid shit it's all bullshit and sometimes you just gotta ignore it also check out paul and kotaku man. hey thanks man he's got some good shit up thank you and thank you so much for listening this week if you have any questions or comments send them over to questions at d-optional.com we would love to hear from you if you have uh itunes google play stitcher anchor spotify we're on all of those so make sure to subscribe if you can take a minute though on itunes or apple Podcasts, whatever it's called to um to rate and review the show specifically yes. review review the show. oh it's so helpful just give us five words man please uh, that, that helps us spread the word if you like the show and want to go a step further by showing your support you can go to our anchor profile at anchor.fm slash the optional podcast that's where you can donate to help us keep these lights on our homepage is the optional podcast.com as we can also find the show and share it with your friends as always we're on facebook and twitter at the optional nyc so if you tweet at us there we'll, we'll also see it because we're both you know yeah. we also both control that account our show's music is by the one and only levi pack you can find him on twitter at underscore believe, underscore l-i-l-e-v-i-p-a-c-k so until next time everybody peace, peace.